Welcome back to The Experience. Today my guest is Kyler Porsche. He is an actor, model, fitness enthusiast, <laughs> and uh, a director, producer. You're all kind of stuff, huh? Yeah, I try to. It's a man with many hats, but I don't like to wear hats too often because yeah. I like my hair. So Yeah, dude. It I'm looks, it looks it very off. plush. <laughs> Even though when I saw you the other night, you had one on, man. But uh, Yeah, well, I mean, that too. Like, good. Well, I wasn't going to be on camera, so I wasn't worried right. about it too much. But at the same time, I have that, like, you know... I woke up like this. Right. Hair. Right, only right. hair, dude, though. We, Everything else I work on, tr- I promise. Dude, when you took the hat off, I was like, how is his hair still fixed? <laughs> I, don't, I was like, damn. Well, the wax, for sure, that oh, yeah, we yeah. were talking about before. Yeah, yes, what, yes. What was that, 18? 1821. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. That shit's awesome. Yeah. I, I used to work for them for a little bit, uh, continuing my education in the hair world. Um, do you wear hats often, or is it like, uh, I mean, because I know some people like, Say that it, it makes you go bald, or I thought that too. Like yeah. one of my friends, he was he was bald. Genetics that thing. told me that, and I was like, shit. So like, I for a hot minute, I think it was like after high school for like five years after high school, I just had that mindset of like, right. it had to be loose on my head. I can't let it push down my hair because I didn't want it to like lose my hair because I like right. my hair. And then I, I asked like ten different people, like right after that, and they're like, no, bro, that's that's not even a thing. I'm yeah, like, dude. you sure? Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, oh, so then I started busting all the uh, snap ta- uh, snapbacks, snapbacks out. Yeah. Although, um, I mean, was it Bass Pro? They got yes. like five yeah, dollar hats, and everybody's hat. rocking them now. Yeah, that was, I was a like, fresh thank hat. you for making it cheap, y'all. That red one, no, that red <laughs> one was fresh. What? Um, how long you been acting, man? I started in two thousand. Well, I went to class for acting at John Robert Powers in like two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah, but like that was because I wasn't going to college. Right. Yeah, I already have like school issues, like uh, like learning comprehension issues, like we were talking about yep, before. Same, so same, it makes yeah. it a challenge already. Correct. Um. So I was like, not not gonna do that. And then I remember when I was living in San Diego, my mom and dad were stationed in uh, Poway, San Diego, in okay. the Marines, and they would send me and my brother to John Robert Powers, like modeling and acting. Nice. So we'd be just taking classes. So like we these little kids walking down the T, the, yeah. the T strut, uh-huh. we're just like posing and running back. Dude, and that's then, what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Had y'all training early. Yeah. How old were y'all we were like acting that? soldiers? What? <laughs> How old were y'all back then? Like when y'all were doing that? I was like first grade. What? I don't know what age that is. I was like first grade. Dude, that's wild. Yeah. Well, I, but, I remember you telling me, um, like when you worked at the refinery with your dad. Yeah. Like after high school, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that. That made you kind of like want to pursue acting. It was. I was already pursuing acting before that. Okay. So okay. like uh, after high school, I got into John R. Powers, did the classes. I had to do acting because I only went in for modeling, and they're like, if you want to okay. do modeling class, you got to do acting class too. I was like, all right, did that. You know, first audition I ever did was like beat red like you could just see oh, yeah. the color change on yeah. me and then i was like nervous yeah but then i made it a challenge and i like challenges so i just kept at it and then i started to fall in love with it mm-hmm. but um that was like in 2011 okay it's technically when i started getting more serious about it and not doing just extra work right um me and my dad were in the parking lot a little oil refinery doing night shifts and he asked me like what do you want like are you doing anything with this right and i was like yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. And he's like, you're not doing too much down here. Right. And he's like, why don't you go to, you know, L.A.? And I was like, you know, mom ain't going like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's yeah. cool that he even, like, supported you in that way, you know, because a lot yeah. of people, they have that dream, but they don't have that support system. So it, it seems like you had a really good, like, support system, which is nice. It it was. I'm 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 very happy for the support I get from my family mm-hmm. and friends yeah. and everything like that. In the very beginning... Did not start like that. For sure. Like your mom was pissed. No, 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 no. My okay. dad was um I mean he was supportive about it, but at the same time, I was like really big into football, you know, I was doing my thing with football. Okay. And like pr- like pretty good at it, you know. And like I was trying to get some uh demo reels uh taken down, you know, so we could make something out of the uh different games. Right. And I didn't think I was going to make it to the NFL. So I was just like, let me just see what I can do with this. And hmm. the fact that I've done that for like 10 years before, 10, 11 years of football, I told my dad once, I was like, look, 
I'm going to try, you know, my acting and modeling. I'm getting breakouts with football, but it was actually just hormones, you know, right. yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So, for sure, for sure. But, like, I had it all over my chest, my back, my face, and I thought it was because of, like, football and the helmets and the pads. So I was just like, Dad, I need to quit on my senior year. Dang. And he's like, and he got mad. Like, right. I'm talking about you for had, like, two weeks. looking at you? Uh, I never knew because I never okay. sent in the tapes because gotcha. Gotcha. I was a new kid from the school. Um my mom lived from that area. It was in Laranja, like okay. in the middle of nowhere. Right, right. But um, like I, it was really hard to make friends there. So I, I was good at the sport, but like as far as making those connections and stuff like that, and it just wasn't, it wasn't there. Right. Um, but like when I quit my senior year, my dad didn't talk to me for like two weeks. Like yeah. good morning, dad, and he'd be like, he was bummed <laughs> out. Dude. He, he, it sounds like he was like living vicariously through you a little bit. I right? mean, he just knew that I had a passion for it, you know, and he hated the idea that I was walking away from it, and he right. was like for. For modeling, like, what is that, you know? And mm-hmm. then I started getting emotional about it. And I was like, all right, I went back. And I was like, I'm going to finish my year. And then I brought us, you know, after, like, 10-year stretch of not going to the playoffs, I brought us to the playoffs, like, an interception. She, which they said my name wrong. Uh, like, Kyle Porsche. And right. I was like, that's not it, my man. Thank Damn, you. Damn, bro. <laughs> Missed the whole L in there, dude. Yeah. But um, after that, I still went pursued it. And then after that, um, seeing me that I was actually taking it serious, he was like, okay. He's like, as long as it's something that you're going for, then I fully support it. And from then on, it was nothing but, like, 100%, like, what do you need to get this done? You know, granted, you know, they didn't give me everything, but they gave me the opportunity. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you said shortly after that you moved to L.A., right? Yeah, when he told me uh, that, there was this thing called uh, IPOP. Uh, it was a convention uh, thing for actors, models, and talent and stuff like that. And I already went to it once. Didn't take it as serious as I should have, you know, and I did the runway as a model and like the acting, you do the commercials and different scenes with somebody and monologues and stuff like that. Didn't do so hot, but I didn't have my heart into it. Like it was my first step, you know, and then that's when my dad told me to go to Los Angeles. I went into it again, took it way more serious. My body was like shredded. I wasn't healthy doing it, but I was like shredded and uh, went with modeling and acting I got a, a couple amount of awards for like a uh, monologue of the year and a uh, scene of the year. That's how they like give it out. Yeah. And this is like schools from Canada, from uh, Ireland, Britain, uh, and um, like all across the United States, like a whole bunch of schools went to this convention because wow. it's a whole bunch of ag- uh, agents, uh, managers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the modeling, I killed it. Right. So, like, I had model of the year out of this whole thing. I had runway model of the year. I had swimsuit model of the year and all that shit. And I was like, How I many got people it. Had? I got, oh, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. For like Damn, my, my, my age group, there was probably like, you know, like, let's say like 200 people just came from different uh, states and stuff. And like, I just brought that presence. And huh. then I got like 12 different uh, callbacks from managers for modeling. Gotcha. But then, like, when they saw my uh, side card, is it card? The side card or whatever. Like it, 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 it tells you your um, your height, your age, and all your eye color gotcha. and stuff like that. Your credentials. Yeah. They saw 5'11". <laughs> like, you didn't look that short, my man. I Damn, was like, yeah. Dude. Well, what and do they expect They you need to you to be like 6'1". 6'1 is like the lowest for like, but I'm that out. was like back in the day too, like right. 2011, yeah. to where like these days, you know, they don't want to shame any height or they want to shame yeah. any size. So now yeah. I'm just like, yep. Now yep. I do get modeling gigs still out here. That's nice. You know, but like, would you think the acting kind of helped you like give you the confidence of the modeling? I think the modeling gave me the confidence for the acting. Okay. Because I didn't think about acting until I was forced to do the classes. Gotcha. And then I got this sense of freedom when I got to do, when I got comfortable with doing the scenes, yep. I got this sense of freedom of like being away from myself there's so much stuff for me that like I want to work on that I don't like about myself. And it's more about like my, uh, how like me being smart, you know, mm-hmm. I had all these, like we were saying before, like I have, uh, learning comprehension issues right. and I've done tests with, uh, some of the teachers and like, uh, they were saying like Kyler gets frustrated very easily when he, he knows what he wants to say, right. but he can't choose the words to say it. Gotcha. And like, this is, has always been with me. You know, so it's one of those things that's always frustrated me. Yeah. But the fact that with acting, 
it gave me the opportunity to, they gave me what to say. For sure. I can enter, I can get into the character. I can become somebody because that's fun. I, I love the idea of like losing myself into it, you know? And then you also get to reveal yourself a little bit. Um, but like them giving me the lines and then me giving them, you know, this character, then it's easy. Right. You Just know? practice, rehearse the lines. Practice, rehearse the lines. And then all the technical stuff too, because when you get on set, it's not like you can... It's not, it's not like you learn the lines and you're good. Right. You know, there's gotcha. so much more to like, hey, make sure you hit your mark. You know, after he says this line, you make sure you have to be over here, especially with stunt. Yeah. Like, I, I like doing my own stunts. Okay. So any stunt, I think, anything that I've been in so far, I've done all my own stunts. Wow. So like NCS New Orleans, you know, they tied me up and I, like, they dropped me into the pool, like 13 uh, feet and shit. <laughs> uh, leverage when I had that fight scene. Um I got my ass kicked, which was not how it was supposed to happen. I was right. actually supposed to get some shots, but they didn't let me. Anyways, oh, shit. But, uh, they lied like to you. Going through the walls and stuff. I love doing all that stuff myself. Damn, dude. Yeah. But um, there's so much more technical things into it besides. And, like, they say find the camera, you know? like Right. Well, if, like, like we were saying If you're earlier. like this and you're making a reaction or you, you don't turn this way to think about it, it's like, hey, it's right over here. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, do that right here. And it's like. How many cameras are typically like on a set? It just depends on the scene that y'all are shooting. I mean, it's depend depending on the type of uh, film and type of TV show. Like, uh, gotcha. Like, um, like the stuff like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air mm -hmm. soap operas. They normally yeah. have two cameras. Sure. They have uh, or like three, three or four cameras because they have the wide shot they want to go to, and they got the singles on each each other. So they're like, make sure they don't have to do this over and over again with multiple shots. Mm -hmm. Movies, a lot of times, just like one camera. Yeah. I, I, um, if if they need another one, I guess they'll do it. But like, it's it's not uncommon for them to have two, but it's not uncommon for them to have one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But mainly movies, feature films, they'll have like one camera. Right. Uh, they'll have second units though, so they have one unit to like where like maybe lead actors and the more important information that needs to be told is right there. Yeah. But then like stunt team, you know that they're doing this fight scene with one of the other actors. Um, they'll have a second unit getting that done all the way over on another gotcha. stage. Yeah. Yeah, like they'll be like recording and doing their own thing over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So it's multiple divisions, I guess you would say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you know it's multiple scenes can be recorded or whatever. They're trying to kill time. They're trying to save money. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's expensive. With all the dude. money they have, they're trying to save money. <laughs> like, do you, do you know, like, off the top of your head, like, how many like physical like movies, you know, shows that you've like been in since you started? Like, you got like a uh, count? Well, no, That's what's no, up, dude. Um, um, I'll say between twenty and thirty. That's awesome. Twenty and thirty. I'll say closer to thirty if you count like all the things that are not like not on IMDb mm -hmm. and things that I just did from the very beginning when I moved to California. Like, gotcha. I didn't have an agent. The manager I had, we didn't work out. You know, I started submitting myself for, uh, like, student films at UCLA. Yeah. And then yeah. I started finding people that were doing short films. And then I landed, like, a Lifetime movie out there. And after that one, that was with my agent down here. She was like, you know, you get to come back home, mm -hmm. be around family. It's cheaper. And it's, like, rocking out here. And I'll, I'll rep you when you come down here. Right. So she'll so, try to put you on. Yeah. So like that was the move. That was the reason why I came back from California. Okay. And that's when NCS New Orleans, that's when all the things that started to become credible started happening, you know, that so with credits like twenty five or something like that. Like that's amazing. Y'all can dude. check on IMDB and it's there. Yeah, dude. I, I promise you, I'm not saying that I don't know what the number is. No, I believe you, dude. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> is that where like you you know, cause you have multiple things going on besides the acting. Like where, where does like the, the fitness come in? Like, where does that tie into everything? Well, how it started was when I was in California mm -hmm. or how I got to California was everybody with the modeling. I had to be like looking good and shredded. And I see what I had the year before. And I was like, I know I look nothing like that. Bam. You know, I was an extra on, you gotta uh, be on point. Yeah. All the, time. all the time, all the time. So like I was an extra on 21 jump street and then, um, I just made that decision that I need to, I need to get right. Right. You know? So I started doing that and that just fell into place with the acting too and moving to Cal uh, California and then getting there, I had to stay right, you know? Yeah. And I just loved the exercise and like well, how yeah. it felt. You feel good. And then, um, after a while I had people that were like, Hey, do you train? And I was a couple of people I told no, but then had like really close friends out there. They were like, I told them, yeah, I was like, all right, I'll start 
right. training you, you know, help you out. I love training myself. Like the second I started exercising, like I never stopped. Right. You know, it's molded into my life, you know, like how yeah, you yeah, look yeah, right yeah, now, dude, it's molded yeah, into yeah. your I life. Mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle. You yeah. Know? And like you said, you have to be, you have to do it daily. You know, it doesn't cause you, you, you lose it fast. Right. Yep. I mean, you lose it faster away. than you gain it. Yeah. But, um, genetics play a slight role, but it's slight. What if I said genetics play a slight role, yeah. but it's slight. You yeah. Know? It's you still got to put the work in. It's, it's slight. I'll say it's slight as far as like people getting it quicker than others. Kind for of sure. Thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But, um, after training them and like moving back to Louisiana, mm -hmm. I was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to start doing like for work. And then NASM, I looked up NASM, okay. took the certification, passed it, and then worked at uh, exporting goods while I was taking the test. I worked at the Audi uh, dealership while I was uh, doing like one or two uh, clients. Tried to be a salesman uh -huh. for uh, life insurance. But yeah, one of my friends, uh, my film partner, Jamar, my mm -hmm. brother, um, he was in sales. The man's like, a god at sales. Yeah, you like, said this he's man's got the, got the gift of gab. Yeah. yeah. So like I seen him, he was coming to get a car at the Audi dealership. I was like, you get him to get an Audi. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if I pass a test and I become like, you know, you're my mentor and I come under your wing or whatever, I'll 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 quit Audi. So mm -hmm. like I took the test, passed it at lunch, and I was just like, hey y'all, now I sucked at it. Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I gonna do? It's not. It's, it's insurance is wild, dude. That's a whole other yeah, beast. It's, it's a. Yeah. It's a whole other beast. People that do that, man, you know, God bless. Yeah. <laughs> I sold one package. Right. Like one life, life, uh, whatever they call them. But I didn't know. I didn't have. A, I wasn't gonna do another nine to five because I like the idea of not having to do a nine to five. For so sure. then I just dug into finding clients. I was, I went to like all the apartments uh, downtown and told them, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I was like suited up and I yeah. gave them my flyers, all the condominiums. I mm -hmm. gave them my flyers. Um, and then I went to the gym that I, I, I trained at or I trained at um, Franco's. Okay. Shout I went out. to yeah. them like three yeah. times and they were just like, we don't need trainers, bro. So yeah, they got, <laughs> they got like their own little unit of people, I think. Yeah. So like I went the third time and she was the Noel, the manager at the time she, uh, it was like, I can't, like, we don't need any trainers, but you can work the front desk. I just needed a job, you right. know? And then... Because you're waiting for gigs and, like, you're waiting for stuff yeah, to yeah. pop Yeah, yeah. I needed yeah. a job that allowed the freedom for auditions. Because the auditions were coming in. Like, with people, for people that don't know the acting industry, it's, it's, that shit is a grind. Yeah. You know? It's like auditions, 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 auditions. You get more no's and you get yeses, you know? Your auditions are for, like, in the beginning of, like, one-liners. And then right after that, you might get, like, a couple of uh, uh, lines or monologue or something like that. You mm. might get a character name. Like, there's levels to this shit. Right. You know? And then when you get to that point of, like, now you start looking at, like, recurring roles and, like... um like supporting leads and stuff like that. That's when people start to recognize like, Oh, I've seen you in this, that and whatnot, mm. you know, with the last one I did, we have a ghost. That one was, um, a decent sized role. And that's when start people started like, noticing, like, Oh my God, I've seen you at such and such in this, in that's this awesome. film or whatever. Cause it's, cause it's always kind of like the same like group of people per se. Right. Like, I mean, in like an area. Like people in like all the people in New Orleans like acting and stuff mm -hmm. and like working like you kind of see the same people or um yeah I mean actually I know a good bit but if I go to any acting event um I always find somebody new that I'm just like I've never met you in my life and you live nice. here and like nice. you're in this industry yeah but the only people that you see majority of the time are the people that look like you because like when you walk into the when you do an audition. They're looking for male, you know, in the twenties, gotcha. handsome or like physical, this and that one. You're always, you're going to get that demographic right, right there in that right. one spot. So you always meet people that look like you. Dude, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But I needed that job that, that allowed me to find or allowed me to take time for my auditions and make my own schedule. So yeah. when I was working the front desk, normally you have to give the new members that get a free uh, personal training session to their, to the to the manager so they can call out to them. And I was like, hmm. I just told them as like, after they signed up, I was like, I'm a personal trainer. Like let's set up a session. And that's, yeah, I just dude. started stealing clients. Dude, that's what's up. And I mean, it sounds like from when we were talking the other night, you built it up like fairly quickly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. From, from the beginning of just personal training per se, like, yeah, it just started building up, you know, cause we, it's a relationship at the same time. You know, you, you can know your stuff. 
um, and get people results and stuff like that. But then there's people out there that won't come to the gym unless they have somebody, yeah. you know, and then if they really vibe with you that they, they, they can actually stand seeing you, you know, like three mm -hmm. times a week and stuff like that. Then that comes the relationship into play to where it's like, Oh, I can deal with this person. I want him in my life for like ever right. or until like, Hey bro, I can no longer do this because filming's take up majority of my life. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like hopefully you get to that point the one day to where you like, you don't have like, do you want to do both still like, or would you rather just act? Like totally, like fully, like what, like what's your? Because I know you got like a lot of irons in the fire with, like, yeah. you know, you got your other business, you got this. Like, I would, I would say um, that's why I'm doing uh, Fit on Purpose, the health and fitness company. Yes, because I do like, I do enjoy helping people and like seeing their progress and like introducing a lifestyle that I feel like is easy if you allow it to be in your life. Mm -hmm. Health and fitness is really easy to do it For because sure. like. It's just like the way of you living. You can still go out. You can still eat, you know, what you want at certain points, but you just have to have an overall understanding and acceptance of like my, majority of my eating needs to be healthy and yeah. mindful and stuff like that. So I love showing people how simple it can be after you go through the grit of like the physical part of Correct. it, you know, because the whole fit on purpose, it one, it helps people. Uh, the personal trainers get clients and what we were talking about before, you know, making an avenue for personal trainers uh, through fit on purpose without having to just rely on the gym. Right. But also, also like the first program that's going to be released for fit on purpose is, is like a starter kit for people that are wanting to start working out and exercising and stuff. It's not, like like a basic program it's a basic program but at the same time there's more that goes into it like i'm looking because i got hurt so easy okay. you know um like i was out for years because like my forearm that was actually my shoulder and like knees and this and that whatnot yeah. but that was because nobody taught me i just mm -hmm. knew squats i knew this i knew abs and i knew chest and like what to do to hit that but after i started learning about per with personal training it's like i can you can do a squat and you can start going heavy because your legs and glutes are strong enough to hold that weight, yeah. but your back isn't yet because you haven't done, you know, farmer's walks to strengthen up that, you know, the muscle down the spine, Correct. you know, your uh, interior obliques, you know, things to hold that weight for the mechanics for, of your yeah, body. You need to hold that weight with something else besides your legs. Your legs are getting strength from that. Your body still needs to hold on to that weight. For sure. Going through the neck, if you're doing a uh, barbell back squat through the neck, all yes. the way down to your feet, we were talking about before, yeah. being able to spread those toes. Yep. It's the little things uh, that will, if you just do the exercise, you'll still get a workout from it. You'll mm. still build muscle from it. But like these are the mechanics that you need to learn and know how to control before you start just doing the regular exercises. And that's like kind of what the starter kit is. Right, like you you're know? teaching them. It, it's like teaching basics. you. Exactly. And it's teaching them about their own body, too, because like you're going to learn as you go. It's not a fast process, but you're going to learn as you go, like what's right for you. You know, mm -hmm. you, my stance and your stance for squats are going to be different. You right. know, my hips are probably I, I have a close stance for like barbell squats. You know, uh, some people's hips are a little bit wider and more flexible. They can go wider. You know? Like you were saying earlier about like, you know, going ass to grass and like like you're teaching them how to like squat properly and like, do yeah. yeah which is really, you know, a lot of people work out incorrectly. So I think that's cool that you're actually like implementing your program to like teach them how to work out first. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's bad. You gotta, you gotta, I always had the idea when it came to making it was like letting them teach. Well, like they're, they're learning as they're growing for themselves. You know, sure. it's not just, you know, I got this program and I got to where I'm at, but like what you learn from it, nothing. I just did the program. Mm -hmm. You know, if I explained why you're doing this, that, and the third, and then like explained like, and gave you the other exercises of trying to feel these activated, right. You know, that's the first thing. Uh, then it's, it's, it's getting to a whole other level of health and fitness. And there, it's a lot more in the beginning like mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's not taxing on them physically. Cause I think that's one thing that stops people that really want to change. Yeah. With health and fitness, like what really stops them is that aggravated pain and the, the well, soreness. And right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, if somebody starts working out for the first time, let's just say ever. And, you know, you got a trainer that's like fucking pushing them, hounding them like, yeah, come on, one more rep, one more rep. But they don't even know how to like lift the barbell properly. Then they're going to get hurt eventually. And Thanks. then they're going to get hurt and they're not going to want to come back. They're yep. like, oh, you know, I tweaked my shoulder. Or I tweaked my back. 
but I think that's pretty, uh, like how long does that, uh, that basic training last for them? Because, you know, it takes a while to train people. Oh yeah. So like the package, the package, um, I think it broke it down. So there's like three phases mm-hmm. and the first phase is broken down into two, uh, parts. Nice. And like the first, the first phase is literally, you're rarely doing any like common exercises. Like you're not doing like a barbell squat. Right. You're not doing a barbell bench Kind of like fundamentals. Yeah. It's literally, you know, you have, uh, they call them dead bugs, you know, for your core stability, you know, uh, bird dogs for your core stability. I may have them doing farmer's walks, you know, and it all just sounds like, like it doesn't make sense if you don't know those exercises Correct. or like why you're doing them. Right. Or it's not fun. It's not cool. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I like them actually. Well, I mean, like the strength, farmers walk, it does so. a lot. Well, I mean, dude, that strengthens up your grip strength. I yeah. mean, your core when you're walking with, I mean, it's stabilizing muscles too. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. it's a lot of stuff. And that's what it, the base is on too. I have it in the program saying like it's, this base uh, phase one is based on uh, stabilizing, strengthening your stabilizing muscles, you know, but like, after that, that's like six weeks. I have them doing that for like six weeks. Then there's another six weeks. So still doing the same concept, just making it a little bit harder, yeah. you know, so they don't think like this is pointless now because I'm not getting a sweat. You're still going to get a sweat. But like after doing these simple exercises for a while, you're going to be like, all right, this is just this is not what I'm thinking I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So you change it up on them and for the adaptation of your uh, the body too. the body Correct. after a while will get used to it. Correct. So you change it to make sure they're still burning calories as well. But um. Phase two is similar, the same thing, just changing the exercise, hitting in it in a more uh, dynamic way. And then phase, uh, oh, that's part two. So phase two is actually getting more into like your barbell squats or like Smith machine squats, yeah, you know, yeah, to a little bit yeah. help them. And then Smith machine, Smith machine for a uh, barbell bench press. And we still implement the ones that you're doing before. Yeah. Because if you do it for six weeks, uh, 12 weeks or whatever like that, if you stop it, you will lose it. You oh, know, you sure. still need oh, building muscle. People don't realize building muscle is hard. That's why like when like no shot females will say yeah. like, I don't want to bulk up, you know, yeah, ladies, you're not going to bulk up. No. If you don't want to, you're not going to. Yeah. Because you need to put stuff, you need to put work in. To yeah, get that I mean, happening. and if anything, the muscle they build is going to burn more fat. Exactly. You know I mean, it's it's a uh, it's science. Yeah, you know, and muscle will do the burning that. for you. You don't yes. need to do cardio. Yes. Majority yes. cardio is not the most important yeah. thing. You're not going to turn into the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> even even with fire genetics and a lot of gear, that's like it, it, it's that's a science also. Yeah, that's you know? a whole other beast it's right an animal, there, dude. Yeah. Um, and then phase three. Yeah, phase three is like when you're in the the suck of it of like you understand right how to activate your muscles and stuff like that. Because my my mission statement or the the phrase for my company is like know your body, control your body, build your body. First, got to know it. Then once you know it, you have to learn how to control your body. I like and that. once you know how to control everything and feel everything, that's when you can start purposely on purpose or on purpose <laughs> build your body into whatever you want it to. You know, it doesn't matter if you want to get leaner. doesn't matter if you want to get bigger. It doesn't matter if it's an athletic uh, situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you still have to know your body yeah. and then know how to control it. Yeah. You know, but um, I like that, dude. I think that's a uh, that's freaking awesome. That's yeah. a, uh, never heard anybody start something like that before. So yeah. that w- you'll be my first guy. And I've been in the industry a long time. Right. Yeah. So I think it's cool, dude. Thank you, my man. Thank you. We were uh, when you were talking about like the gear, that was something that like I never went down. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But I had the... Um, I don't recommend it. No. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't ever plan on it because I yeah. like the naturalness. Well, yeah. You know? Um, you know, everybody's reason is different for taking gear. Mine was... Uh, I, mean, I, I was just like fat my whole life and I yeah. hated being fat and uh, body dysmorphia. And so I thought if I started taking that, I would look like somebody on a magazine and, and that was not the case. I mean, you, like you probably Well, do. well, 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 more or less now because I, you know, 22 years of putting a lot of shit in me spending a lot of money and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of crazy diets. I, I learned that it's all science. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I try to tell a lot of like my young customers that I cut, you know, cause I'll tell them all the shit that's going on with me. Like I, I go to a hormone doctor and all this other shit. Like I'm stuck taking something because I ruined my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like when you're young, you don't understand shit and bodybuilding and and just like working out in general has like become cool. Right. You know, so back when I was doing it, like trying to become like a pro Mm -hmm. men's physique bodybuilder, I was like heavily into it. It wasn't, uh, that wasn't cool. And you know, Instagram wasn't even a thing yet and, and, and shit like wasn't there like information wasn't readily available. So you're dealing with like coaches from like 
you know, old school shit. So they're like, oh yeah, eat like six cans of tuna a day and, you know, <laughs> eat salad and like, just like totally not doing what you're supposed to do. And, you know, it, you establish shitty relationships with food. You know, you think, oh, well, if I take this amount of juice that I'm going to look like this and it doesn't work that way, dude. Yeah. Like you literally as much work as you're putting into the gym and your diet, you know, like, the, the gear, it just helps you get there a little quicker. Mm-hmm. But you start fucking up, eating Twinkies, you know, yeah. donuts. I mean, it'll literally make you look like 10 times worse. Yeah, you got to you know? you gotta still yeah. keep on it. Yeah, it's a science, dude. Yeah. And, and that's why I tell people now, like, you know, I'm a big, uh, you know, shout out to Lane, Dr. Lane Norton, um, a proponent of macros. And, and just like, you know, that guy like showed me how to like actually eat properly, mm-hmm. you know, macronutrients, you know, protein, carbs and fats. So if you start understanding that, like implementing that into your system where it's like, I know what I got to put in every day. I know what my protein needs to be, my carb and my fat. You tweak those numbers and you follow it. Dude, you can look however you want, Mm -hmm. especially with the training. So Mm -hmm. I found that that with um, intermittent fasting has worked like the best for me. Uh, And, you know, I'm 37 right now. So it's like I just started figuring the shit out. See, it just takes a while, like depending on where you start. Yeah. Yeah. uh, a girlfriend, she's a bodybuilder, and she oh nice. Dude. She hasn't started on any gear yet. Yeah, tell her tell her weight is a good diet. If I knew what I knew now, I'd have never tried it. But but I didn't know which diet. A good diet. Oh like, no, like, yeah, like, yeah. that's what like, I was yeah, telling yeah, her. I was yeah, just like, look, yeah, she, because if she's trying to do that, yeah. she wants Miss Olympia in uh, wellness, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the wellness uh, competition. And I'm like, I'm, I understand when it comes to going for something that you like love that you have a passion for. So like, and it is the thing that you have to do now. Like if you want to be like Mr. You, and Mrs., you have to be on gear. Yeah. If you want to be at a pro level that usually I've, I only know like three guys and maybe two girls that have become a pro without gear. Mm. But as soon as they turn pro to get to that next stage. Yeah. You, you got to take some. You got to. But it's... I, Cause you could look badass you in could. real life, but next to another pro, you look like this big. Yeah, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's fucking crazy. Cause I have a few buddies, um, that like when they were stepping on stage, I was like, man, this guy looks incredible. And then I see like their shots on Instagram, I was like, holy shit, he doesn't look. It, it's just it's weird how much bigger somebody is with like that same like amount of muscle and and it's all mm-hmm. it, it's sculpting, dude. It's art. You know, it is. It so, is an art. You yeah. just. Hitting, you know, hitting the uh, shit. Yeah, make sure she finds a really good coach, man. I've trained a lot of people and I've helped people with like a lot of diets through all the stuff I've learned. And most of the people that I've worked with, they never took any gear. And they would always bug me, always bitch at me like, oh, come on, you know, I want to take like this or take that. I'm like, dude, just do what I tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I let I made the sacrifices, lots of mistakes, destroying this to, mm-hmm. to learn the shit that you're getting. It's 22 years worth of knowledge, like yeah. legitly, and their bodies transform. And and I and I watch that, and I go, "Damn, dude, I wish I could have did that for myself, but mm-hmm. I didn't know better." So you know, and if somebody does want to take something, I also know how to do that, you know, too. The but safe way. The That's safe what way. I was the trying to get way. to her yeah. too. Yeah. Is the safe way. Yeah. This thing just come on. Yeah. Just tell. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, just tell her, like, you know, find a good coach. Um, I mean, does she have anybody right now, or? Uh, she's with somebody right okay, now, but cool, um, yeah. I mean, she'll, it's she'll, the beginning of her uh, her career, her, yeah. so we'll see. That's badass. Yeah. Dude. So um, good, good luck to her. Right. Would uh, so I know you're working on something else. We were talking the other night. Like, you want to tell uh, everybody <clears throat> listening and watching about uh, like your big project? Oh, hurt people, the TV show. Yeah, hurt people is a a dramatic, a poetic drama TV show that me and my film partner. Uh, Jamar, shout out, shout out Jamar, my brother, love you, bro. Um, that we started like years ago, about like three years ago or something like that. It was basically, it was really just his like poetic musical video or music videos, you know, just with poetry. Mm-hmm. But then we we got this understanding that it needed to be pushed out there more, and like well, we were talking about how you're doing your thing with this, yeah, like helping people yes. on your way. It's yes. like. I want to help you get seen more. He wants to help me get seen more. So it was like, there, there's a place for poetry and uh, cinema. Okay. You know, we just need to figure out how we implement it in there to where it makes sense. And it, it comes across as understood uh, to like the viewers and stuff. Yeah. So we came up with this uh, beautiful, you know, dark story, you know, about some people, uh, regular Joes, you know, 
Miss Joes and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Joes and Joesses. There you go, Joesses. Um, that, you know, have hardship in their life that if you just look at them, they look like regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, they have regular jobs. You know, one's a real estate agent and the other one is a brand uh, 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 brand marketer, you know. And from the outside, they're just living their regular life. But then we we show the darkness of mental illnesses. Okay. All right. Nice. So we tell the story through with poetic dialogue and regular dialogue. It goes in and out okay. of the whole series, nice. you know. Nice. But we wanted to hit something that everybody can relate to. And that is a hot topic right now, which is, you know, mental illness. And like, instead of hitting, you know, schizophrenia or anything like that, that movies always do. We're talking, we wanted to hit something that is more common and less talked about, which is like depression. Yeah. You know, and uh, anger issues and uh, PTSD and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we wanted to harp on the intensity of those situations that people have to deal with, you know, in their regular life. Mm-hmm. Like with my character, Kevin Thibodeau, he, you know, suffers depression. So when he goes on a date with, you know, uh, Ava in this TV show, you look at it like nothing's like, he's perfectly fine. But then like, in, you know, it's short in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we try to tell as much information as we can in each episode, but um like everything's cool and fine. But, and then when we see her point of view of everything she sees is like, she's starting to fall for him. But then when we go back and forth of like her doing some poetry, yeah. you know, we actually see what's going on with him and he's freaking out. You know, wow. he has a dead uh, a wife you know, that passed away and his, his depression comes from a situation standpoint of like his wife passed away right. and he's dealing with that he's suffering. and he's suffering and he, his pain goes into her pain. Cause he ends up like, like cutting it off mm-hmm. and she has some stuff going on with her. I don't want to spoil things, but right, she right, has right. stuff going on with her. And because of his pain, hurt people, hurt people, you know, yes. his pain goes into her and it hits her in a spiral. And she starts to have to fight her own situations that she had, you know, locked up and like good to go. And now she's got to deal with it because of this tra- trauma that she hit. So like Kevin has, like we said, a situational uh, depression, you know, that came mm-hmm. in his life. And then, but there's also people in this world that suffer from depression. That's a chemical imbalance. Sure. So there's another character on there that's suffering with depression, but we, you learn in season two mm-hmm. uh, that we'll get to uh, that hers is more of a chemical, you gotcha. know, imbalance. So we're just trying to hit a lot of the situations that, that can really affect people on a daily basis like with depression, you know, I've I've gone through some things before with it and, you know, and being able to harp on it and show them like, like there's darkness with that too, you know, and not every story Mm -hmm. is a happy ending for sure. You know, this is real life. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we keep it in a cinema aspect, but also, you know, not everything ends, you know, in a happy, uh, happy situation. Right. You know, so Y'all, y'all have to follow and watch it, and it'll it'll take you on a ride for sure. The poetry is what makes it so beautiful, even when it's dark. Yeah, the the clip that you showed me, and it looked freaking incredible. And uh, maybe uh, we can get Chris to like put something up on there so yeah. people can kind of yeah. see a little yeah. clip. Um, I, I was kind of blown away at like just it looks it looks like a freaking movie, and yeah. I was like, damn, dude, I was like, y'all's cameras look bad, like you know, because <laughs> I'm starting to like see and notice all that, and uh. I guess that's like the first time I'm going to see a movie like that. I don't feel like I've seen something like that. Yeah, no, we, so, uh, we've, we've looked through. I yeah. mean, with anything brand new, yeah, it's been bounced or if it's been created off another idea. Like for sure. Everybody, for sure, you know dude. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and we took this idea, you know, s- s- like from a musical, not a, a musical. Well, that's what I was going to say. It sounded like a musical, but you're hitting it with poetry. So yes. I think that's tight. But at the same time, we want to make sure like it sinks into the cinema more than it's like musical time, uh, uh, story time, musical right. time, story time. You know what I mean? There's right. It's more smoother, but then also we're taking, we get more of a freedom of how, like how we can foot, uh, fit the poetry in there besides going from a scene to a poet, mm-hmm. uh, to a, a poetical, yeah, or the yeah, musical, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have other avenues that we can get to and explain poetry in different, uh, like dialogue and stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool when it comes out. So, so you, you and your partner, y'all 
like wrote this together and everything. Yeah. So dude, you're like, you told me like you're writing it, directing it, yeah. producing it, starring in it. I mean, yeah. dude, it sounds like you done became like a tie, <laughs> you know, that's pretty incredible, dude. It's, it's, it was, it was a ride for sure. And like, like I'll just hand a guy like it wouldn't like it wouldn't happen without him and it wouldn't happen without me and him collaborating with for each sure, other for sure because Team, of teamwork the things that we've created off of each other's ideas and stuff like that yes. but uh so yeah like me and him direct it me and him produce it uh we have a, a writer on our team Sophia, she she's awesome she kind of breaks when me and him are like clashing like yeah like it needs to go this way like why not this way or and this one not she's kind of like hey guys this makes more sense or this would come across this that and the third um but then when she comes in with uh her ideas it's a beautiful combination of us three putting it together and then uh we produce it as far as like we pay all the crew and cast well, our camera operator cameron yeah uh, oh my god that dude is awesome. Mm-hmm. That man. Yeah, uh, that thing. I mean, dude, that 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 scene you showed me, I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, he 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 knows his stuff. I I worked with Cameron on um on a on a movie like like a month before we started shooting, and uh, he was a assistant camera operator, and he's a unique uh, character. Yeah, yeah, he's we, awesome. Yeah, you know, I love that man, but he he's a unique character for sure. Like you just. To know him, you got to know that he's happy, you know, because really he should be chilling right. and he's just talking like monotone. But um, after I seen that, like he has a passion for what he does, you know, mm-hmm. it was like we got to reach out to him and just give him like give him this opportunity and see if he wants to be a part of for this. Sure. You know, sure. we told him the breakdown. We told him like the plan. We told him like what our idea is and where we want to go with it. And um, we asked him if he wanted to be the DP of the TV show. And that was like one of the first times I've actually seen this man cry. I mean, not cry, uh, smile. And he's like, yeah, what? you told me that. He's like, yeah. So him, he he's a savior. This man. Well, I mean, he belie- he you, believes Cam. in your dream, man. Yeah, and, um, he does. And and that's that's rare, you know, because you know a lot of people have dreams, and sometimes uh, people are like, oh yeah, man, I want to do this and do that. People are like, yeah, 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 but like this guy actually like believes in y'all, mm-hmm. and that, and that's pretty special to because uh, it is it takes a team, right? Yeah, you know, it ta- I mean, it really does. Same thing with this. It's like. You know, it, it it's not just me doing this. This is like nothing, a whole, whole, yeah. Yeah, nothing, you know, worth making would ever happen without a team. Um, it, with filming, that thing puts you in oh perspective. God, like, dude. you can't do this by yourself. No, like, hell we, no. I knew that when I was getting into this. All that shit, bro. Yeah, like, dude. every single person on that set, you're just like, I, I praise you. Here. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and I'm sure because it makes be- it so much easier. Well, yeah, because you know what it feels like, mm-hmm. you know, because now you're on the other end of it, which is pretty dope, yep. you know, because it's like you know, it's not like you've been doing this for 30 years, dude. It's like you know, I, th- I think when you told me that, I was like, wow, this dude's actually like producing and like directing and like making his own shit. What um is it is it out yet? No, 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 no. Okay, so, so and like when does it come out and where is it going to be available at for people to see? So it's an eight series, I mean, eight episode series. We shot one through four. We literally got done last week. Nice. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Um, we were talking. Yes, sir. For episode three and four, we try to shoot those at the same time. And in the editing done, and we don't have a release date yet because we have a couple of interviews on, like, you know, uh, Good Morning Louisiana and, like, WDS News. Yeah, WDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of interviews with them that we get to, like, talk about it and um, showcase it and stuff like that. And then we're going to do a release with all the crew and cast and, like, other family and friends and stuff. But um, because of the strike, you know, there's only a certain amount of people that we can, like, pitch it to. Gotcha. So who who would be like your first pitch? Like if you were like, hey, hopefully these people take it. Does it matter? Or like you going for like a certain, you know, company? Well, like right now with the strike. Yeah. I would say uh, A24 Productions or A24 Studios um, because they're an independent uh, studio. So mm-hmm. they're actually still making films. Right. Like we were talking about the, uh, what was it, SAG or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, SAG, like, yeah. So, so if you're stuck in that, you can't do anything. But if yeah. you're independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm SAG after. I'm, I'm SAG eligible, sorry, and that, like, this is a right-to-work state, so I can work non-union mm-hmm. and uh, union gigs, but SAG trumps state law, so, like, if I was union and I was, and I paid the dues and stuff like that, I wouldn't be able to do 
yeah. these uh, non-union projects. Sure. So that's something that we ran into as well because we have a casting director. Um, she um, she would normally do all our auditions, and because of people in the strike and stuff like that, it's kind of we had to reach out to like acting people that I know already yeah. and I just hit them up personally that I felt would be good for certain characters for this was like specifically for episode three and four. For sure. Um, Cause we ran into a bind because of all that. But normally the cast director does all of that. And that's what I was saying before. Yeah. Having a team. Yeah. Dude. Run, cast director that cleared the table of like fine, like yeah. have me being able to learn my lines mm-hmm. and then still creating this with uh, Jamar and Jamar having to learn some of his lines too. Dude. And then uh, him having to create the poetry. Mm-hmm. Then we got we're about to have um, like a on like a permanent uh, AD for us to be mm-hmm. working on set before we start even uh, working with us before we start even shooting. Yeah, to help with like all the the planning and that takes up so much time when it's just you and him. Yeah, you know. I mean, dude, it's a fucking TV show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of wild. It's it's really it, really cool. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome, dude. It, it makes me like you know want to push harder for what I'm doing because you, you got to be obsessed with it. You got to be obsessed with it. He's got it. And like, I try to tell people, it. They say they they try, no. you know. And it's like, check yourself. Do yeah. you try? Yeah. Do you try? Because I get people, you know, I I, I want to like you know, uh, praise myself, but I will tell I will with confidence say that like I put in work, you know, for everything that I do, yeah. I put in work, you know, and like for people that say like, oh, I'm trying to be this, that, and the third, and when you like when you ask them like, what are you doing for it, you know, oh, I've been thinking about doing this, thinking about yeah. doing that, but it's if it's not like, oh, nope. I've been doing this, been doing that, right? It's not consistent. It's like. Ain't Do you really shit. want to? They're, you know? they're just dream. They they daydreaming about it. Yeah, dreaming it and yeah. feeling it is one thing. Yeah. Putting work in is a totally other thing because I love acting, you know. But there are times I don't feel like doing some of the things, For but sure. I know I have to do them. Correct. There's like if I get a script, it's like I'm excited about the script. I'm excited about building this character, but like with like some of my debis- uh, disabilities and everything, like it. Oh my god, bro! It takes time and it's hard to like focus on it and yeah. like the words with dyslexia like twist on me so that gets aggravating sometimes but then once i learn it i'm like oh i'm i'm in it now so you got to do some things that you don't want to do to get to where you want to go and the people are not willing to like do like more than what they're not willing to do because sure. it's going to take that much well yeah you mm-hmm. got to like get it like you said earlier you got to get into character and and obviously being dyslexic that's like harder for you like i mean that's a um not a stigmatism. It's a, it's a, not a disability, but it, but it is. It like it's debilitates a you a little, yeah, a little yeah. bit. So like that makes you even more special because you're trying to do, you know, like you, you're becoming this character and then you have this like shit that's like holding you back. So, I mean, dude, that's like fucking triple the amount of work. Yeah. And some, mm-hmm. you know, it might come easier for some people. It flows. I mean, I know for me, it doesn't flow. I mean, we, we did a bunch of takes earlier. You saw that yeah. shit. And I was like, <laughs> but it's okay because it's like practice, practice, practice. And, um, that's like I'm learning something tonight from you about mm. all of that. Yeah, and, and you know, practice, practice, practice. My brother and my uh, my girlfriend, I get mad at them because my brother can remember. I mean, granted, I can do it too, but like he can remember remember things from when he was like five. Like yeah, clear. Sounds like, like I can oh, do yeah, that. This that like yeah, the, I can do the, that. The, the, I do the that. stove was right there. This that was right there. It's like how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And Victoria, she she remembers anybody and everybody's name that she talks to. Me. I'll meet, meet like two people in the same room. Twenty seconds later, short term and long term. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I don't remember. I actually remember a shit ton of stuff since I was little, and uh, my mom thinks that's kind of crazy. But I, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, but I can't remember certain shit. You know, nowadays it's weird. It's uh, but I do remember a lot of childhood stuff. I don't know why. It gets less and less. It gets more and more vivid. Yeah, yeah. As you try to get older. Um, yeah. How can, uh, like, where can people find you if they wanted to reach out to you? Do you have, like, auditions for people, like, to actually, like, come on the show? Like, how can people find you and, like, talk to you if they were interested in this? Yeah. Um, they can go on Instagram, you know, Kyler mm-hmm. underscore Porsche. Um, that they can reach out to me personally. Um, my, our casting director, she works through uh, Actors Access okay. um, or Breakdown Service okay. uh, as well. So, like, if they're ever... You know, if they're actors and they're uh, consistently looking through actors access and breakdown service, you know, for auditions that they want to submit for themselves, like they'll see like hurt people um, episode. It will be four now or okay. no, it'll be five now. 
um, like if you fit that role, you know, go for it. But yeah. also, you know, I have no problem with people like reaching out to me personally, sure. like on Instagram, um, about like them being wanting to be thought of as part as like being for auditions and everything yeah, like dude. that if they can't find it. So Instagram, um, the website fit on purpose will be up soon. Nice. Um, the Instagram for fit on purpose is Kyler underscore fit on purpose. Um, so yeah, those are the main two ones that they can reach out to me. That's uh, if they want to collab yeah. with uh, yeah. our project or uh-huh. if they want to collab with me, like I love working with new creators as far as like directors and if they have a film they want to uh, work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, personal trainers that are out there looking for um, an avenue into this career. You know, I, that's something I'm interested in, like getting some people that are certified through NASM. Okay. So, um, and they, they can be a part of film purpose. They, they can reach out to you through the website. Um, well, well the website is not up yet. Yeah. I have my web developer. He's building it. Uh, we have a whole bunch of things to put on it. Cause it's, there's going to be a lot of offerings on there Yeah, for that, them. That definitely a, a lot of, a lot of t- irons in the fire on that one. Yeah. But, um, most definitely they can do, uh, Kyler underscore fit on purpose at, on an Instagram. Okay. Um, reach out there on there, but also like my personal one too, my acting and modeling one too. I, I, I reach out to those not too, too much, but if I see it, I check it. Uh, when I see it, then I'll reach out to them and give them like a more of a personal number and uh, email address yeah. that they can reach out to if we want to discuss more about certain things, whether it's the acting or the um, acting modeling or, or the, right, or the, or the training. Uh, training, you dude. know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit, dude. It's like, you know, when you reached out to me, I was like, all right, man, this guy, like, you know, he's, he's an actor, he's a model, he looks good. I see the fitness stuff, and then I'm like, oh, shit, like, now nah, he's doing... More than me, I, I always get fascinated by people like you, you know, like, oh, yeah. like by people that just do a lot, you know, like you just, you're, you're staying busy and you're like working on like your craft and then you're like attempting this whole other craft that's like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, that's, uh, people don't really do that anymore. I mean, you know, there's not a whole bunch of us, you know. It's easy for people to like, they, world is making it easy for people to just be chilling. Yeah, like they don't yeah, have to put yeah, in that work yeah. or whatever. But maybe it's because of the ADHD, yeah, you know. For sure, for uh, sure. But like, I always feel like I have to be doing something. Well, yeah, man. And but like you said earlier, like you work at it and you practice it, and I and I think that's like hopefully people take away tonight is that you know everything that you're doing and like the success you've had it did not come like it wasn't handed to you. Mm-mm. You know, like you had good support at mm-hmm. home, but like you basically went off on your own and, and you worked your ass off, and then you came back down here still working your ass off a bunch of different jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's not like you were just like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm all these big budget movies. And then like, you're building your own movie. So, I mean, dude, you, you sound like one of the hardest working fucking people I know. I appreciate you know? it. Man. So, um, that, I take that to home and, and, and I appreciate you reaching out to me. Like when we reached out to you and, yeah. um, I can't wait to have you back on. Hopefully we can get you back as soon as, uh, show drops. Oh yeah. That, no, that, that would be dope. Be- you know, I, you know, I know it's going to be a while, but you know, we'll definitely no, that'll be, be it, there'll be a lot of things that happen between then too. That yeah, dude. We'll oh, be yeah. able to do this. Oh and yeah, have like A totally other discussion. On, oh yeah. Oh, guess what this happened? Yeah, what, dude. And I'm like, excited, oh. dude. Well, uh, <laughs> hey dude, I appreciate you coming on tonight, Kyler. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys like this episode and, um, hit that like and subscribe button at the bottom and we'll see y'all next week. Thank you.